Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I'm super excited to have this week's guest on. She's got a few different businesses that I can't wait to hear about. Um, Cheryl Schmidt is her name, and she is a chiropractor, podcaster, online coach, mom, all kinds of things. So, well, thanks for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, we were just talking about how we both homeschool kids. And I don't think you're that far from me either. You're in Washington, right? Yeah, I'm in Washington State, northern Washington. So I'm pretty close to the Canadian border. I'm north of Seattle about an hour. Oh, awesome. Okay, my sister lives in Tacoma. And then I live like an hour from Vancouver, Washington. I'm on the Oregon side. Okay, yep. Yeah, not too far away at all. Yeah, awesome. And so you got your champagne and everything and... I did, and it is pretty tasty. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I'm sticking with my canned champagne. I don't know what it is. Like, I've just fallen in love with these, like, canned champagnes. Have you ever had any of those? I haven't had those. I'm not I'm not generally a huge drinker, so <laughs> I don't um, – I kind of stick to my usual stuff, and I haven't ventured out too far. So it's kind of fun to have something sent to me that I haven't tried before. Yay, awesome. <laughs> well, cool. All right, let's, so let's dive into – all of the fun, juicy stuff, you know, like, so how long have you been a small business owner? Um, what is, what are your businesses? You know, how'd you get into it? You know, all that, your story. Cool. I ask away. I'm a, I'm an open book. <laughs> um, yeah. So just how long have you been a small business owner? Like when, and like, what was your first business? Cause I know so, you have multiple. Yeah. So I am first and foremost, I guess, a chiropractor. So sometimes people don't think about that as really a small business, but a lot of these healthcare practitioners, unless you're in a big corporation, they are small businesses. And we start off all on our own, mm-hmm. having our own staff, figuring it out. So I have been a chiropractor for it'll be 20 years um, this month. That I've wow. Been Congrats. That's a, that's yeah. huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty amazing. My husband and I, we um, drove out to Washington State without a building, without a place to live, like <laughs> our U-Haul basically and our dog. That's all yeah. we had. And we opened up brand new in a town where we knew nobody at all. Just brand new practice, opened our doors 20 years ago and we're still here and still thriving and doing great. So that is my my main thing, my main gig. Mm-hmm. Um my other things that I'm doing, I've had a podcast now out for just over a year, so I became a podcaster recently, and I'm um, reaching out to more online work and coaching and courses and things like that as well. So um, I, I know you mentioned that we have kids and we homeschool, so my oldest is 15 now, and my youngest is just about four, mm-hmm. and so my chiropractic and kids has been the majority of my life. For the last you know 19 20 years and now as they get older I'm kind of expanding into mm-hmm. new stuff so I feel like I'm a new entrepreneur in some ways because I'm learning about the online world as well and it's 
it's a little different than the kind of brick and mortar thing, but there's a lot of similarities as well. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's so great. So what's the name of your podcast? My podcast is Fearless Family Health. Oh, I and love so, it. yeah, so we talk all about different health topics, everything from sexuality to like pelvic floor stuff to mm-hmm. mental health to like your gut health and everything in between. So we have a really broad um, amount of things that we talk about, but it's all in a holistic bend. So we talk mm-hmm. about it from a holistic and natural viewpoint. So. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to have to tune in. Um, So like, what led you to like entrepreneurship? You know, like, so how did you like, did you have anything before y'all drove out to Washington? Like, were you, or you just like, I mean, I guess like a, a career or a job or you were just like, no, let's just go do it. Let's, you know, Yeah, we, we just did it. We had nothing lined up at all. So that's, I, I would say that's the ultimate entrepreneurial spirit, right? Yeah, like totally. All, all in one basket. Everything was there. Like we, it was do or die pretty yeah. much technically. Um, <laughs> and we came straight out of chiropractic college. So we were brand new whippersnappers way back when. Um, yeah. And that's what we did right from the get go. And so I did a couple of little things like filling in further docs and things like that to, mm-hmm. you know, have a little extra cash when we started out but basically we were just we were just entrepreneurs right from the get-go and I I I am not a very good employee (laughs) I I think a lot of entrepreneurs aren't right in a lot of ways because we want to you know forge our own way and do our own thing and and that was just in our hearts right from the beginning so that's what we did yeah so he's a chiropractor as well and y'all are in practice together yeah, so oh, he's a chiropractor as well. Yeah, and so he we graduated together. We met in chiropractic school and moved out here. Had four kids. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole shabam. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. Um, so that kind of leads into my next question. You know, like being a mom, entrepreneur, wife. You know, how do you balance work and life? And you know, do you have any tips on that? Yeah, so this is kind of a, it's kind of a pet peeve question of mine, really, mm-hmm. because like how many men get asked this question? Right. Yeah, like I don't nobody. think many. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so to me, the first thing I say to people ask that is like, it's a husband and wife job to raise your kids. So mm-hmm. me and my husband have equal responsibility to balancing our lives and our children. So we we actually get to work out our schedule because I homeschool my kids. So they're around too. Mm-hmm. Um we balance our schedule so we we alternate days that we work in the office. Our office is open full time, but we're mm-hmm. not there full time individually. Mm-hmm. So I work. I see clients only like fifteen hours a week, and he sees clients about 21, 22 hours a week, and then together we have a full time practice. Yeah, so that's, that's great. Yeah, that's one way we do it. I'm I'm Tuesdays and Thursdays and Monday mornings, and he's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then on top of that, we actually get help. So no matter what you're doing, who you have in your life that you're taking care of, getting support is key to it all. So I have, she knows I call her this, so it's not that bad, but I call her my hire a wife. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a nanny that helps me with like house stuff and watching the kids and, you know, that kind of stuff too. So that the few hours I'm doing things like my podcast, which are above and beyond my hours and now doing more online coaching and things like that. Um, I have her come in and watch my kids and help me out there so that I can, you know, do that stuff as well. Cause when I add those hours in, 
that adds up to like can range from 20 to 25 hours mm-hmm. a week that I'm working out of my house. So, so that's how we make it. That's how we make it work. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's, I mean, that's so cool that, you know, it's both of you guys. So, I mean, that just seems like that would, that would be like just, um, a fantastic way to be able to balance things. Like, you know, like you take this, I'll take this. And then together we're going to accomplish it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We work as a family unit. So it's not just mom having to balance the whole life. It's mom with dad, with grandpa occasionally, and then nanny and whoever else friends that I can drop them off. Cause I also train for triathlon. So I train eight to 10 hours a week sometimes, um, doing that. So I need help there too, to help watch kids and sometimes take them places. And so, yeah, support is huge in getting your community around you, whether it's someone that you pay like a nanny or someone like a friend that helps you out. It's that's how, that's how you stay sane. Yeah, totally. I mean, like that saying, it takes a village, you know, there's some, there's truth to that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we fortunately have a grandpa around. That's really great. But a lot of people don't have family around because we move around so much now. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. My, my mom had both sides of her, you know, her mom and dad and my dad's parents were around when I was growing up and we were all in one area. So now that we're moving, we still need to foster those relationships in that community. So, yeah. Yeah. We, um, unfortunately, so both of my, where we live, we had both of my parents, but they sadly passed away, um, the last few years. And so my husband's family is down in new Orleans where he's from. And so, you know, like I said, my sister's in Tacoma, but that's a few hours. And that's not the same as like grandparents too. Like, Hey, can your grandkids come over for hours on end and, you know, play like that. So that is such a huge difference. Like, and just, you know, forming relationships in life. It's just, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's not always easy, but it, we have to actively find those and, and be okay with asking for help. That's the right. biggest thing It's just being okay to say, Hey, I have to do this today. Can you help watch my kids or can I drop them off at your house for an hour or two? Like you're not doing it every week or not even probably every month, but if you do it once in a while, I'm sure your friends are like, yeah, that's great. Drop them off. They can play, you know? Yeah, um, totally. Um, I have a good, yeah. I have a girlfriend here that, you know, her, our daughters go to gymnastics together. And at first, like, I had a meeting to go to and I was like, ah, and so I asked her and she's like, of course, you know, it's, I don't know why I even felt bad asking, but it, cause you know, yeah. she was like, yeah, they, I mean, and, and then it's fun. Like the two little girls get to giggle their whole way to gymnastics, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. You can always ask people can say no and that's yeah. okay if they say no, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to ask for things. That's, that was a, that was an epiphany for me was trying to ask, yeah. ask people for things. Yeah, totally. It's a game changer. Um, so what are your favorite like go-to apps or automation or anything like that that you use for your business? Yeah. So because I have all these different things going on, I have different apps or automations that I use. So for my, like on, for my office, my chiropractic office, we use Asana to communicate yeah. between staff members a lot and to like have tasks and things like that. Um, so if you have anybody that you're working with, even a virtual um, assistant, you can use Asana to like, communicate back and forth. Um, Fiverr Fiverr isn't really an app, but it's like using Fiverr people to like (sighs) help with my podcast Uh and edit it and stuff like that. Just throw it there. They can do it 24 hours. It's yeah, for five bucks. It's crazy. I know it's amazing. The things you can get for $5 on that website. Like it's awesome. (laughs) And they're good. Like it's my, my podcast isn't like super duper fancy, but it just throws it together for me. And I have something, one less thing you have to do for five dollars. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah. I, one time I had a client and it was like Squarespace code, like the CSS. So it's not like the template and somebody like created this whole new code that was like a number counter for $5. And I was like, Oh my God, can I give you like a $20 tip at least? You know, like, because it would have taken, you know, like if I would have hired like a, you know, quote unquote, like website designer, it would have been way more than $5. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's, I mean, you can figure out if you have more time than money at this point, you can figure almost anything out on Mm -hmm. YouTube, right? You can YouTube anything and figure out how to like build a house to like create an app. Like, I mean, anything you can find on there. So if you have more time and less money, that's the way to do it. Just then, you know, the investment, but you can do a lot of things for a pretty inexpensive too and have someone else do it for you. And Fiverr is one of those things. Totally. Um, Yeah. And just letting it go for someone else to do it. That's big. A couple of things. I use Buffer Mm -hmm. for, you know, my social media for, you know, postings. Yeah. Um, I like Buffer. Canva. Canva for all my... um, pictures and making things look nice. Um, yeah. And my staff uses that. A couple other things I use is wave wave.co, which mm-hmm. is, um, I don't know if you've heard of that one, but it puts in audio onto pictures. So you can do little clips of your podcast or do little clips oh, of like, wow. the uh-huh. talk you did and post that on social media, on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you post. I usually, I use mostly Instagram and Facebook. So um, and then Squarespace is my website for fearless family health. So, and I love Squarespace cause I can post my podcast on there. I can have my coaching on there. I can post, you know, blog content if I wanted to. And it's just RSS feeds to all the podcast places. I don't even, sometimes I find my podcast places I didn't even know were on that podcast source. So I was like, yeah. cool. So yeah. That's yeah awesome. that's, those, those are the ones I use pretty regularly anyway. And then of course, Google docs. Oh yeah. Google Docs for everything. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, I love Google Docs. I have a few that people that I work with that it's Dropbox. I'm like, Oh, can't we just use Google? <laughs> like, oh yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That I've had a couple people use Dropbox too. And I do have a Dropbox, but I use, I only use it when someone else requests me to use it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's fine, but I don't know. Google's just so much easier, but yeah. I mean, I know people like once you lose a password or email address, like it's hard to get in. So I get it, but I don't know. Yeah. I prefer Google. Yeah. Um, awesome. So what's your favorite or most effective way to market your business? I think, I think I found over the years that the best way to market your business is to take care of the customers that you have, Mm -hmm. whether that's one customer or two customers or a hundred customers, you know, take care of the people you have, get results with them and make them your raving fans. Yes. So So, true. Yeah, if you focus on them, um, that's the best way to grow your business because you have happy people. They're going to share that. And then if you know they're happy, collect their testimonials and share them with people because a lot of times they're not afraid to share. Yeah. Um, you just have to ask. This is my, you have to ask for a lot of things that we're afraid to ask for. So I love doing that. Um, and then just being open and real and showing people your life. Like right now people want to see the real you. Mm-hmm. They want to, they want to know you. And especially in my profession in chiropractic, I don't know how you feel about chiropractic, but there's some people who are skeptical or afraid or not too sure about the profession. Still, we're still working that out. Um, so if they see you and they know who you are, even on social media, then they, they feel that they can trust you and they feel safer. 
So for my profession, that's huge to, to get out there and just, I do Facebook live sometimes or like Instagram stories and talk about my views and philosophies and, and the more people can hear you, um, the better. So those are kind of my, my two big things that I use for, for marketing. Like when I first started, we were doing like news or yellow page ads and like the phone book and like newspaper ads and like that kind of stuff. And it was crazy. And oh my goodness, people now are so lucky because you have so many resources that are like virtually free to use. Right. You know? It was so expensive to run newspaper ads or yellow page ads or things like that. I was crazy expensive. And now you can do a Facebook live for free and reach like reach your target market so much easier. So Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's amazing how far things have come, you know, even since like <clears throat> I mean my degrees in marketing, but I mean that was, you know, fifteen years ago. So before even social media had like 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 Facebook had just come out and that, that's when you had to have like a college email address to even be able to use it. But like and so it wasn't used for business, you know. So just even in the fifteen years since that, you know, being out of college, like things have changed dramatically, you know? Yeah. And you have to be, I wouldn't say on top of it, but you have to kind of be aware of what's going on and watch people, like watch people who are doing things that you notice them yeah, and then just analyze, okay, what are they doing that I notice them? Yeah. So, and I mean, there's, it's always evolving, you know? I mean, yeah. there really are so many changes, like minute changes that people don't, you know, it, it's hard to like stay on top of sometimes, you know, not just with social media, but I mean, search engine optimization, email, like all of these kind of different, you know, things. Um, so it's just, it's a good practice to, to try and like stay abreast of, of those different trends, you know? Yeah. And then if you find something that's working for you, just stick with it until yeah. it doesn't work anymore. Like you also don't want to be like jumping to every new thing because it's something new. Yes, um, I know. <laughs> I think business owners do that a lot. Cause you know, it's just, I don't know. We, we, we tend to want like results instantly, you know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah. you think jumping to a new one's going to do that, but that's not always the best case. Yeah. <laughs> and focus, focusing on your clients that you have is, it's not instant gratification, but I think like I've been around for 20 years now. So I feel like I have a little foundation, like, yeah, I'd you, say have so. <laughs> to, you have to build that foundation. And sometimes a slow, steady build, you're going to have that strong foundation. And yeah. so you're not going to be like, a one hit wonder. Yes. Some people have like something that hits really fast and they just grow exponentially, but they can't sustain it because their foundation is rocky. So it doesn't, doesn't last long. So if you do grow slow and steady, like try not to worry about that as much. Just know you're building that strong foundation. Yeah, totally. I'm reading a book right now um, called boss up. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Um, and that's, she's talking about that. She's like, you know, you really want to start with the end in mind, you know, like, what do you really want in like the long term? you know, and, yeah. and really work your way backwards from that. So that's always yeah. a good reminder. Cause I think we tend to jump in like, all right, let's do this, you know, or like, and yeah. that really kind of put all the, the foundation in place. Like you said. Well, even people who look like they're like overnight successes, a lot of times have been working on things and building a foundation and trying different things and failing at stuff and trying different things and failing at stuff. And like Rachel Hollis is like a perfect example of that. Like mm -hmm. she's been doing things for 15, 16 years of stuff here and there. Like, and it's just like the last, like within two years that people even really know who she is. Right. So it's yeah. not like she just started two years ago. No, she started like 
years and years ago. Yeah. And I mean, it's cool too. So I mean, people like, you know, like her, like Gary V, like all these big guys. And if you go back and like, look at their stuff from the beginning, like it wasn't as polished and perfect as it is now. Not that it's even perfect now, but it's just, you know, they've just yeah. honed their skills for so long, you know? So yeah. it, you just got to start and yep. And yeah, progress, perfect. progress is better than perfection. You just got to get started and put something out there and then you tweak it and you learn and you, as you get more money, you can get fancier with your equipment and make it look more polished. And yep. But people don't even really necessarily want to see that. They want to see authenticity. They also want to see you. They want to, they want to resonate with you and your message. So that doesn't have to be a perfectly put together video, right? Right. Totally. I agree. Um, so what do you do to, you know, like help your business grow? Like, do you get out, like, how do you get out of your comfort zone? And, you know, like, do you have any examples of it? Yeah. So, well, just in the last like, year, years and a half, I did, I started doing a podcast. I was looking at like, okay, like podcasting is how people are listening to content. So just to get your name out there, you know, interview some great people. So I started podcasting and that took a learning curve. I'm an old dog learning new tricks. <laughs> so there's a uh, lot to learn along the way. I'm still learning as I go too. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm sure I'm doing some things wrong still. And I'm figuring out it's not, it's not a polished product, but it's getting the message out there. So, yeah. um, you know, I jump in and do Facebook lives, whether my hair is in a ponytail and I'm wearing my sweatpants or whatever, you know, just trying to get out there and let people see not the perfect put together me all the time. Um, and then just recently I, I'm working with a company to do branding for myself or mm -hmm. Dr. So Dr. Cheryl Schmidt as a brand. And that I have to say is probably the scariest part <laughs> for me because that's me. I'm branding myself. Mm -hmm. And when I was doing things for Vital Chiropractic, I was doing it for you know my office, Vital Chiropractic. When I was doing the podcast, I was doing lots of interviews. So it was more about them and the information and that kind of stuff. But now I have my life is kind of on display. And, um, and yeah, it's a little bit scary putting yourself out there for people who might want to not like you so much, maybe. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, that's, it's a good job. That is, that's, you know, like you said, that's scary. Like I know when I started the podcast, like the first few, I would almost just canceled them because I was just like, uh, what am I doing? Like, I don't even talk on the phone, you know, and like, I'm still yet to like go live and things like that, but it is so important. And I think showing you, you know, as the brand is going to be amazing. People are going to love that. Yeah. Yeah, next step you gotta do is you gotta do these with a video and then start putting them on YouTube. So I know people can see you. <laughs> I I started doing that with the podcast. My first podcast were just audio as well. Um and now I'm starting to videotape them as I record them so that I can upload them onto YouTube too. So yeah. That is great. I know I've thought of that. I've thought of that a few times, but I just yeah, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Um <laughs> I need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to always kind of just step a little bit more in your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. And like try something new, and then it doesn't get so scary once you've done it once or twice. Yeah, totally. I had a girl on the podcast a, a few months ago, and then she invited me to be on hers, and hers is videoed. And so I did that Monday, and just, I don't know. I, I just It's so uncomfortable for me, but like you said, like the more we do it, it'll probably get less uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it does. And there's going to be things I'm sure like I, I don't go back and watch all mine cause I don't like watching myself, but yeah. I out there, 
just put it out there. Like, cause you are going to be more self-critical on yourself than, well, we all know this, right? The, the voices in our head, like we yeah. tell ourselves, but no one else would say that to you. And you would never say that to your child. Right. So you got to start speaking to yourself. Like you would speak to your child, like you can do it. You're beautiful. People want to hear you. You know, this is, you know, so that's, you got to have that inner self talk, but it's hard because we tend to, most of the time don't have that yeah. self talk, right? No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's so not, yeah. I mean, I tell my daughter, you know, try your best. That's all we ask and just, you know, give it your all kind of thing, but have fun. And that's, yeah, so not what I tell myself either. <laughs> so I like that. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Yeah, just even write it down and tell yourself that every morning, look in the mirror like you're looking at your child self and what you would do tell your child self. Awesome. That's great. Um, okay, so we're down to your uh, five favorites. Um, so your favorite book, your favorite drink, thing to do to relax, thing to watch, and place to go. And I can repeat those two as we go okay, through. <laughs> like you might have to so the first one was a favorite book, right? Yes. So right now... I am recommending this book to everybody far and wide. Um, it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Ooh, okay. Uh, by Joe Dispenza. So it's not... Oh, I love him. Yeah. So it's not a typical business book, but we just talked about how we talk to ourselves mm-hmm. and how we see the world through our subconscious programming and mind. So whether you're starting a business, whether you're trying to manifest more love in your life, whether you're trying to manifest better relationships, better health, whatever you want in your life, we got to start with reprogramming ourselves and changing what we, because we are where we are because of what Mm -hmm. we think and what we do now. So if you want to change that and go to like like a higher energy or to experience more we got to get out of that habit of being ourselves and change it so I love it for people who are entrepreneurs people who have health issues people who like any anybody can benefit from that book so I love that one and then just for like a business book basic you know the seven habits of highly effective people is like a classic book that I like and I read that years and years and years ago so that would be like a you know if you're looking for a business book, but Joe Dispenza, love that book. Um, I think that would make the biggest impact for anybody's life right now. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Um, so from this podcast, I've also created a book club. And so I'm taking the recommendations of all the entrepreneurs that I've talked to and like, we're doing a monthly book club. Um, and mindset is such a big part of entrepreneurship that I don't think I, and I personally didn't realize it. Like I've been an entrepreneur for 12 years and I just like within the last year was even kind of like exposed to it by like James Wedmore. I'm doing his mastermind. And I mean, it's like life changing really when you start thinking about like paying attention to those different things that you're saying and, and just how you can relate them to your business. Like it is huge. And so I'm really excited about about that one because I've seen a few interviews with Joe Dispenza and I think he's fascinating. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I I think the information that Joe Dispenza gives you takes you down another level Mm because we can have mindset and we can tell ourselves things and we can have affirmations and we can do all these things. But if our subconscious programming doesn't say that it's like, that's not true. This isn't right. This isn't like correct. Then you're not going to get as far or maybe not even anywhere with the positive mindset, you need to really change 
your subconscious programming and that neurological firing and wiring. So I love it because it gets, it gets deep into some, and I swear on this podcast and some, I'll say stuff. <laughs> some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's, you're right. I mean, taking it like that step lower. Um, and it's like, you know, it's subconscious too. So like, we don't even really realize it most of the time. So it's like, we have to even be like, I don't know, shown it consciously to even start trying to pay attention to it, to fix it, you know? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what's your favorite drink or any drink? Like it could be coffee, water. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, oh, yeah. Drink, so drink. I am like almost a daily chai tea latte with hemp milk lady mm. that, that's my go-to morning drink you know so it's it's a little bit of a treat but it's you know nothing too bad yeah <laughs> but I mean that's nice you know like a nice reward once a day that's totally awesome yeah it's my reward when I go I swim in the mornings before I go to work so sometimes in the pool I wake around six o'clock in the morning or something like that so then I go to my favorite like natural food store co-op and get my they know my drink I walk in there <laughs> and it's like it's like cheers like sure oh, you get your regular drink yeah so that's yeah that's me <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um so what do you do to relax so what do I do to relax um I have four kids. I never know. <laughs> no, I just, I love to just sit and watch movies and snuggle on the couch with my kids. To relax. Oh, me that too. Is like, yeah, that's our thing. We just, I mean, I have kids. They love to watch all the you know, action movies. I have three boys and a girl. So the older mm. ones are all boys. So I'm watching lots of Star Wars and <laughs> Avengers and, you know, I don't know, Transformers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, just being able to spend the time with my family and snuggle and let the fire's going, it's a bonus. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so what's your favorite thing to watch? So, well, I love all those things with my family, but when I come down to what I love to watch are like documentaries that show people who have gone beyond the odds or above the odds or like are not typical. So uh, I got to mention one, at least a couple documentaries that I really love. Um, one is called Lorena Lightfooted Woman. Mm, mm -hmm. So it's about a young um, Mexican girl who grew up in like, kind of like a Mexican tribe. And she runs ultra marathons and wins them and does them mostly in like barefoot and sandals and does oh my God. She's beating all these guys. It's like amazing. And she's just like, yeah, I just run. That's just what I do. And she's totally not the typical at all runner who's going out there and just doing it because why shouldn't she do it? You know? Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's amazing to me. I just love watching that. And then. What was the name of it again? Again, Lorena. Lorena Lightfooted Woman. It's on Netflix. Okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And then, um, I like, I love free solo, which is a documentary about a guy who climbed, um, I, I can't remember what it was. Mount Capitan. Oh, I know, El Capitan. Yeah. Yeah. In Yosemite yeah. or Yellowstone. One of those, right? You, yeah. In Yosemite, I think it was. And he did it without like, uh, well, without ropes, free, free climbing. And he did, like he did it having the thing I love about it is he had um, an accent where he cut off his thumb I believe and they use their thumb so much for climbing so he did it with his handicap as well and oh just just the whole story is amazing from like when he started climbing and the whole process it's cool and yeah. um so inspiring yeah 
And then I love the documentary Doctored, which is kind of, you know, for those people who are into alternative health, it's one of my favorite documentaries. And right now on Netflix, my my thing that's kind of, you know, my pleasure thing, I'm watching the Goop Labs, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, I've never heard. Oh, about that's Goop is her newsletter, right? That she started sending Yeah. Out? Yeah, she has a newsletter or a magazine or something. I didn't even know about it, but she has a documentary on Netflix now called Goop Labs. Oh. So, yeah, it's my little I'm gonna have thing to check. I'm watching. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, like, hugely popular. I remember when she came out with it a few years ago, like, the newsletter magazine or whatever it is. But that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, gave you more than, I gave you more than one. But yeah, no, I love it. it. <laughs> All the recommendations. And, I, had, I mean, I've heard of Free Solo, but I hadn't heard of the others. So I, I'm excited to check those out. Cool. Um, what's your, where's your favorite place to go? Last one. Oh, so my favorite place to go is probably summers on the beach with my family, my kids. My husband is a huge water guy. He loves to water ski. And mm-hmm. so we just love to hang out on the boat, on the water, at the beach, playing in the water, in the sand. Um, if I could do that every day in my life, I probably would. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's nothing better than like sunshine and some sand and just hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Just watching them play. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, if you guys are ever down here, I'm, I'm in Hood River, Oregon. So we have like a bunch of like water sports. So cool. yeah, you have to come visit. Yeah, um, I've, I've, we've been down in that area for, I can't remember what we were there for, but yeah. It's beautiful yeah, there. They do all the kiteboarding. and uh, We don't. We watch them from the shore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I feel like I'd kill myself. But, I mean, it's so cool. And, they, I mean, they get, like, 60 feet off the water when they catch these oh, big yeah. winds. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. We, we would watch, too. My husband tried. We went to say, um, not say, um, Columbia mm. this, about a year ago. And he was trying kiteboarding. And it's not easy to learn. I mean, it takes no, a while. And he's, it doesn't look he's like it. guy. Yeah, he grew up on the water, and he was like a professional water skier and a kneeboarder. So he does no problems with water. And yeah, I'm like if he if he can't get it, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I'll just stay so, here and watch. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's amazing to watch them. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's it really is. Um, so cool. So where can everybody find you? Uh, like your website, social media handles, all that good stuff. Yeah. So the best place to find me um, is on, either on my podcast, which is fearlessfamilyhealth.com. Um, but really Instagram, um, doctor, just D-R, Dr. Cheryl, C-H-E-R-Y-L, and Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-T-T. Um, no D in that Schmidt. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> uh, um, that is where I have, like, that's where I'm putting all of my personal branding and my personal stuff out. And I have a link tree there that links you to, like, my office website and my podcast and my coaching and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that's kind of the go-to place on Instagram is probably the best, but yeah, I'm kind of all over. I'm on Facebook and all that kind of stuff too. So. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I just went and followed you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll put all these on the, in the podcast notes and everything. Um, well, yeah. And if anybody has any questions about like podcasting, I do triathlons and I started them when I was in my late thirties, um, for the first time ever. So I'm an active mom. I homeschool. I love talking to people about homeschooling and unschooling and things like that too. So if you want to follow me and ask me questions, I'm happy to answer. That's awesome. You I mean a triathlon? Like I've done a few duathlons. I'm not a swimmer. I'm just like not a water person at all, but like the biking and running part is fun for me, but I haven't done them in years. So I don't know. Uh, it's a nice yeah, reminder. Like I need to get active again. I just haven't really been, but 
Yeah, it's, okay. it's a big part. Sorry, of now I'm just like I rambling am. thoughts. <laughs> no, that's okay. Rambling is good. I, it's a big part of who I am and just I kind of how I how I thrive in life is being doing sports and stuff too. So it's it's all out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been such a fun conversation. Um, yeah. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're super busy, so. Oh no. I always have time for things that I love and I love sharing, sharing about entrepreneurship. I love empowering women and I know so many women are getting into business now. It is so exciting. Um, it's so cool. And so that's a, that's a big thing. I just want to help women get out there and do the things they love and live my, my tagline is live a life you can love. So whatever I can do to help people to achieve that, I'm happy to do. Yay. Oh, that's awesome. Yay. I'm excited to follow you along. And yeah, just hopefully we'll meet in real life one day. And yeah, just thanks for, thanks for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. And thanks for listening, everyone.